What's up y'all, Val here at Val T Vlog YouTube and Fit Ops Podcast. I want to talk to you not about what kind of exercises necessarily you are doing, but how you are doing your exercises. Also, what are you doing to fuel for your exercises? How you do your exercises and fuel for those exercises truly impacts your fitness goals. I'd like to cover that exactly on the importance of fueling for your exercises and how they will impact your fitness goals. Referencing a couple videos I recently placed up on the channel. You can check those out at Val T Vlog YouTube. If you've been following along here in the podcast as well, thank you so much. So, going forward, sometimes more often than not, we will hit the gym a few times with, say, one hour of cardio, maybe after, overeat without realizing it. Then later, question the absence of results we were expecting. In my previous video on my love handles, that's exactly what took place. And it pushed me to a struggling point, spiraling out of control, to where I lost all motivation stopped exercising, and continued to overeat. But now I'm back, and I'm ready to get moving forward. It's really all about not how many times you fall, you plateau, you get stuck. It's about how many times you can get back up and continue to pursue in efforts towards your fitness goals. So, When this took place, this meant my body's hunger regulation system was overloaded. Practically interrupted by stress and sleep deprivation. Those combined led to an increased appetite, which resulted in difficulty keeping the pounds off. At this point, my digestion faculties were not functioning properly. Overeating on empty stomach consisted of the hormone called ghrelin being released and increased. Ghrelin communicates with the brain's neurotransmitter NPY, which then the desire to eat is turned on. When the feeling of hunger is filled with food, the ghrelin levels are decreased and the sudden urge for food subsides. Another hormone is released after eating. This hormone is called leptin. Leptin is also released from the stomach along with fat cells that interfere with NPY. When NPY is interrupted, the desire to eat is turned off, given the full feeling. As you may have heard, with good diet and exercise, fitness goals are achievable. Before proceeding forward and with this next part, I would like to include the definition of the term diet, since it is loosely used in a common misconception. The definition of diet is the kind of food that a person, animal, or community habitually eats. With this in mind, you can tip the scale of diet and exercise to either side, whether to gain weight or lose weight. In this case, one way to tip the scale with weight management of weight loss and fat loss is understanding metabolism. By understanding metabolic function, you can better understand calories in, consumed, versus calories out, expended. An example, a plain coffee, you're looking at roughly around 10 calories, versus that cafe latte with nonfat milk, 130 calories. I say this because knowing and acknowledging the difference with calorie counting can be a great catalyst in efforts for a sound food regimen. Now that we have covered 
how fueling for your exercises truly impacts your fitness goals, let's discuss how you do your exercises, including specificity on certain ones, truly impacts your fitness goals. Going forward, this part's going to be referencing my most recent video I put on the channel that displays specific exercises and the potential calories you could burn if you push your body to these particular limits and place forth these efforts. So looking in on this end of the spectrum, it is important to know the definition of this term known as exercise. The definition of exercise is a physical act of burning calories, which require physical efforts carried out to sustain or improve health and fitness. If the goal is weight loss or fat loss, the level of efforts need to be significant as I referenced in that video. There are many exercises to achieve these goals and or overall reduction in body fat content. However, if these are not pushed by at least 70 to 80%, the improvements will not be sustained and will result in a temporary fix. Hence the plateau. Some resistance and metabolic training, also known as strength and cardio, can be built into a fat-burning habit, that of which requires the following, though. Of RPE levels, the rate of perceived exertion, be at least between 12 and 14 with your THR, target heart rate. If these levels of intensity are met, this method will maximize your body's ability to change with the EPOC factor, excess post-oxygen consumption factor. By placing your body in a state of continual burning of calories at a higher rate post-workout, this particular training combines these principles to maximum effect. Thank you if you've been following along. And for more content, please do drop a like, share, and follow. That is greatly, greatly appreciated. Also, your feedback, feel free to drop questions in the comments below. Or if you can find my email, you can feel free to personal message me. And I'll do my best to my best ability to answer those questions, get those answered. Thank you again. I look forward to chiming in on the next round with the next content going forward. I hope you have yourself a great, safe, and blessed day.